just gonna make I'm gonna make a video of just your laughs. <laughs> you want someone to kill themselves. <laughs> episode two how exciting barely made it to episode two seriously thought we wouldn't be able to record after episode one there's been uh, some technical difficulties with episode one because one of us is an idiot i lost the episode but we think we found it so we're gonna probably put it out as like a 1.5 have you seen lion king all the halves and the holes yes <laughs> we're gonna launch a 1.5 <laughs> because it's juicy and we exposed and i'm a disappointment to my entire family <laughs> My family won't listen to it, but they would be disappointed also. And We want to thank our followers and our friends. Thank you so much for supporting us. This has been so much fun. We already felt funny, but you guys really cherry on topped it for us. You did. <laughs> like, I feel really funny and it might get awkward from here on out. <laughs> we decided that it wasn't going to be awkward until we listened and everyone loved it. And we're like, damn, this works. On brand, we're on brand now. We have to talk about the cartoon that we had made. I don't look like that, but that's great. That's cool. <laughs> For those who who didn't listen to episode one and don't know who we are, uh, my name is Taylor Johnston. My Instagram is Talk to the Tot. I'm an Instagram comedian. We'll see. <laughs> you have no idea how many DMs from guys I get. They're like, you can't be beautiful and be funny, and I'm like, watch me. <laughs> Does he think this is a pickup line or? Monaco underscore underscore Anna is my Instagram information. Underscore underscore Anna. Episode's over. Damn, this is quick. We're going to go to dinner early. That was all for today for the service industry. Enjoy. Great transition. The service industry. You did the transition. Cool. You did it. We're cool. cool. I did that. The service industry is a topic that we know an embarrassing amount about. Um, I have been in the service industry for six years. Started when I was 18, I'm 24 now. Is that six years? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Ah, it's six years. Did you just use your fingers? I don't need my fingers because 18 plus 28, that's, I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly we know who the smart one is, and it is not me. <laughs> me, me either. I really hope you guys out there are doing the math correctly. <laughs> 10 years. She's a lifer. <laughs> okay, cool. She did not like that. I'm sorry. I did it. Did you lifers. see your whole life flash before your eyes? Yeah, that's what happens your to lifers. Life in the service industry. Before we go into like making fun of lifers, we, we have to kind of explain what they are. And I think you're most Realistically, <laughs> at... One restaurant because God for fucking bid they get fired. They have nowhere else to go. Was that harsh? Do you want to give that a shot? I don't. I don't want to. No. I don't. Because I think you did on great. The head, right? <laughs> they won't leave. They um, refuse to leave. They're best friends with the manager. They know everyone by their first name. Anyone who walks in, they have the hot gossip. And they don't work Sundays. Ever. In the service industry, you are stuck working Sundays. It's honestly the worst day to work. We don't know why. Sundays are for jumping to the next type of server. Rookies. Yes. <laughs> Sundays are for rookies. Yes, you will suck it up and you will work that fucking brunch. <laughs> you will be there at 830. And you will set up those scrambled egg bar. <laughs> <clears throat> so are, I wouldn't consider rookies just new kids. I would also consider them the people that have, like, no business there. The people, like, the rookies are, like, never get along with anybody. 
they're the bottom of the totem pole. I give away my shifts. AKA, I've been a rookie for the last <laughs> nine months. <laughs> She's a rook and a lifer. <laughs> well, are you a, how are you a liver? Those are fully equipped with an alcohol or drug abuse problem. 100% and their restaurant. They are always drinking on the job, constantly drugs and alcohol. They came in high. It gets so much worse. They're often bloodshot red eyes, scared the living hell out of me. How are you livers do that make them? They're a lot of fun. Oh my God, they're so much fun. I'll give them that. So we've got the lifers. We've got the how are you alives. We've got the rookies. Next. The complainers. You can't get in these people's orbit without them just trying to ruin your entire week. They don't just go for the day. They remind you of how shitty your entire week is going to be. They make everyone's life a living hell. Of all of them, lifers, they're fun to be around. They know what they're doing. The how are you alivers, we already talked about it. They're fun as anything. They're a good time, and they're a good example of what not to do. The rookies, eh, they're great because they're so far at the bottom of the totem pole that no one's talking about you. <laughs> they got a better life waiting for them, apparently. <laughs> but they give you enough hot gossip for the rest of the day. Hey, if no one's, if you guys aren't talking about anybody in the industry, someone's talking about you. There's no one I really hate in this restaurant. That's because everyone hates you. hundred <laughs> percent. I was always like, I don't, no one talks shit in front of me. And then I was like, holy God, it's me. <laughs> Look how far we've come. <laughs> you would be shocked to know that there are Karens in the service industry. They are the manager minions. They give the complainers a run for their money. They will tell on you. It doesn't matter what you do. Karens are... I don't like them because complainers, at least, they're not good enough servers to be able to be friends with the manager that close. They can just complain about getting you in trouble. They can complain about your work ethic, but they won't do anything about it because they're too busy complaining. A Karen, however, speaks to the manager directly. They almost make a super subtle joke to the manager about how funny what your fuck up is. <laughs> and it's like, I felt taken advantage of. Always. My whole serving life was taken advantage of. You can't work in the service industry and not be taken advantage of. <laughs> it's true. Guys, please tip. Oh my God, I feel like this goes without saying. Please tip. Here we make just a little PSA moment. Only in America, though. I know other countries have customs, but I also know that when you land in America, the lovely airplane tells you, as a foreigner, certain American customs, and one of them is to tip 15%, which I'm cool with 15%. What I'm not cool with is you stiffing us. We live off of your tips. I literally go home and I feed mouths with what you leave me on a tip. I mean, I think I think I got like I think it's so important for us to like talk about it. I know like we're a comedy podcast and we're supposed to always be a good time. This is super personal to us. We're obviously here to have a good time and we obviously want to talk about like funny things, but at the same time as well, hey, tip your server because we are broke all the time. We have no idea how to manage our money. We live day to day. It's not paycheck to paycheck, y'all. It's day to day. And at $5 an hour, we really shouldn't be having those problems. Being a server is great. It really is. It's an industry that if you haven't tried it out before, we highly recommend it. Don't get caught into it, but try taking cash home every single day. It's addicting. 100%. A whole new level of freedom. <laughs> Love all the perks of the job. 
sometimes we don't love our customers. I don't know. What do you want to talk about the customers? There's types of customers. And we can go back to the Karens. We can start with the Karens of the customers. Oh. They'll complain about the coconut shrimp. And they will complain about the music being too loud. They'll complain that you didn't smile enough. They couldn't taste the liquor in their drink. How could you do such a thing? I know, Karen, when you get home and your martini is filled with sadness and that tastes a little different. <laughs> Karens are the worst. Everyone knows about Karens. I don't even know how to make a joke about a Karen anymore because they are actually terrorists. They're homegrown terrorists. Sorry. I'm not sorry. If you are a Karen and you know you're a Karen and you're going to complain as soon as you sit down that the temperature around you is too hot or too cold and or, oh my God, I have to tell them my Karen story. Her name is not Karen. I'll call her out by name. We don't do that in this show, but we're, I'm going to call this woman out by name, okay? Her name is Cindy. Hopefully Cindy never hears this. <laughs> no, Cindy needs to hear this. Cindy, is this the salmon lady? This is the salmon lady. Cindy, I hope you hear this. Cindy, I need you to know that you're the reason I started to contemplate if I wanted to be in the service industry anymore. <laughs> you're part of the reason I quit. You were the first nail in the coffin. She was. Okay, here's why. Cindy has her family of six. They're all normal. They all ask a little bit weird questions, which I was expecting them to. I don't know why. So Cindy's bored. Cindy, yeah, Cindy said, let's spice up this day a little bit. No, she can't even be a Karen. She's got to be called out by name. Like, you don't have, Cindy, you don't have that kind of respect in my book. So here's what you did to me. All your family orders, they ask weird questions. I don't care. They're, they're learning from you, clearly. It gets to you. And you order the salmon. And you tell me... I can't have the original two sides. I want mashed potatoes and corn. But guess what, Cindy? We can't do that. <laughs> no, we cannot. So she wants to replace, first she wants to replace the corn with shrimp. Cindy, we can't do that. Looks at me and she goes, well, what can I do? And I said, well, do you have any dietary restrictions, Cindy? And she said, yeah, I'm a vegan. <laughs> this is before she asks for Dobby. And she said, I'm a vegan. This is when she asked for Dobby, by the way, because then I promptly fucked up because I was angry. And at the time I was a vegan. And I don't know, for you non-vegans, salmon isn't vegan, just so you guys know. And I looked her dead in the eye and I said, ma'am, you're not a vegan. And not even two seconds later, she asked for the manager. <laughs> And the longer a manager's at your table, the more nervous you should be, especially when they ask for them. He comes back and then he looks me dead in the eye and he goes, did you tell that woman she wasn't a vegan? And my friend said, did I lie? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been fired. <laughs> it should have never happened. Cindy, you're not a vegan and I hate you. Okay, I'm not a vegan anymore and I'm willing to admit that. Oh, anytime we spoke about it, she was vegan-ish, is was her reply. Vegan-ish. Heavy <laughs> emphasis on the ish. But you don't... But I'm vegan. It was a veggie oh. sushi. It just had extra steps to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. So that's my Karen story. I don't believe in Karens anymore. I believe in Cindy's. I'm rambling on at this point. I'm so mad. I'm still mad. You're every time I up her name. So then what's our next topic of types of customers? <laughs> What do we, we got? got? it up too early. I got too hot. <laughs> Let's just go straight to the regulars. These are the people that all the servers, all the bartenders know. We love you. We look forward to seeing your face every single day. You often sit up at the bar and that's okay. 
We enjoy it. And the regulars love telling you about their lives. So <laughs> it's even better when you offer us money. That doesn't happen all the time. But well, a lot of we watch by and you just hand us a 20 really quick. Like, hey, thank you for being you. Regulars are the coolest. <laughs> no bad things. No bad things at all. They do own the establishment without them having to say it. When they walk in, you uh, it's hand and foot. You guys earned it. Rotating the same bars, sitting at the same bars talking to the same girls, you've sat there and you have made us all feel special, whether it be with your wallets or your words. We obviously prefer your wallets. We're in the industry, we prefer wallets, but- We always prefer wallets. We're strippers that keep our clothes on. And get paid a lot less because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Strippers are better than us in a lot of ways. A hundred percent, just saying we keep our clothes on. (laughs) They love us because we're so cute. I mean, we are adorable when we talk to them. We are especially adorable when we talk to them because we know we're going to see their, your face again. We obviously want to establish a relationship with you. And your wallet. Someone's putting emphasis on the wallet. I like long walks to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to talking about Anna's qualities. <laughs> Fine. I'll throw it out in All episode right. three one more time. <laughs> Next one. And these are also our regulars. We have ones like this, but just know that we see you and we know what's really going on. The swingers and the sugar baby daddies. Moment of silence. (laughs) If there's a 40-year age gap between you. (laughs) Like I said, we work for the wallets. (laughs) And those women do, too. You get you, (laughs) boo-boo. We're uh, we're talking for free. We're doing a good job, but for free. In fact, uh, I'm in some debt because of it. It's fine. (laughs) What was our uh, next type of customer? Bar fighters. So... I was working a casual shift on the patio of my most recent job, my VGD. He's a great manager. We love you, VGD. We love you so much. You and the Dobe. (laughs) Whatever the fuck it was. All right, that's the third different type of pronunciation you've given him. (laughs) It's Dobby because he needs to find his sock to find a home, okay? And his home is somewhere else. I think it's cute. It's Dobby. 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 Dobby needs a sock. So, BGD come out, <laughs> a woman, and this woman is swinging left and right, and sh- I get the order really quick. I write down the last side of rice and beans that this family wanted for this child, and I run over. Thanks for that tidbit. I needed that. In order to make the story perfect, <laughs> I needed the rice and beans. <laughs> I run over. VGD is outside. He's with this psycho woman thrown on the bench. I got a manager yelling at her saying, we're calling the cops. We've called the cops. The cops took years to show up. Which is ironic because they were right up the street. Always. And sometimes they decided to park outside, but they weren't there when you needed them. So I have this lady telling VGD, fuck you, multiple times. We finally decide we're going to stop holding her down because she's making a scene you know she's screaming she's like help multiple times she runs over to her friend i'm trying over because you know i love being in the story <laughs> love being in the story i've already been yelling at her multiple times hold on hold on you think she's fiercely loyal up until you realize she just wants it on the drama <laughs> She's not there to protect anybody. She's literally there to yell and be to have a story. Yeah, but there's that moment that you know I really love my VGD manager. And we Dobe. wouldn't do it for him necessarily. We not so him. much for what was the other one? What was the name we gave for the last manager? Obi Wan. Obi Wan. We don't care for you, Obi Wan. Obi Wan can ride his bicycle down a one day, and we will not get stuck. <laughs> you think that's not incredibly specific? <laughs> 
Okay, Spider-Man costume. <laughs> Edit all that out. Oh, I don't God. know if I want you. You said it. Anyways, so I'm chasing me. after this woman. Her friend. She's running up to her friends. They don't seem to want anything to do with her. I got smacked in the face <laughs> by this psycho trying to be part of the drama and defend my manager at the same time. She's being taken care of right now. She's not in prison? No. She got arrested, though. She did she, get arrested. VGD's pressing charges. 100%. Decked VGD. She smacked the fuck out of me. <laughs> I just remember the next day you had this big red well on your face. I was like, hold on. <laughs> no more to be said about that. So how about the PDAers? Hi, my name's Anna. How can I take your order? I would like not to see your fucking tongue down your date's throat before you order drinks. And we're going to be here for three hours. <laughs> Guys, we do have the power to cut you off. Um, and I have done it. I have exercised that right a few times because I felt like I had to. PDAers, do we have anything else to say about them? We hate you. You order a coconut shrimp and two pina coladas, stay there for three hours, and you're worse than campers. And then we can go right into the sharers from the PDAers, or we can go into the same side booth sitters. Ooh, same side booth. I'm a same side booth sitter. <gasps> Are you? Yeah. Oh my God. If you get a table on our first date, I'm saying it's been great, but I'm leaving. I want to sit on the same side of the booth with you. Booth with you. Yeah, for real. I'm not kidding. I don't want to look at your face, especially with the man. Think about it. The industry we're in, guys, we watch you eat. We do. We stare at you. I hate same side booth sitters. When I'm coming up to the table and I'm asking you what you want, I don't like when you guys look at me at the same time. It's a little uncomfortable. I'm already having a hard time talking to one of you. <laughs> what? We're going to talk about a type of customer that stresses us the fuck out. Which one is that? Are you okay with being stressed? It's just <laughs> Who stresses us out? The uh, people who make it in two minutes before we... Close the 958ers. <laughs> we close at 10 o'clock at night on the dot. Usually we try our best to close at 958 unless uh, the 958ers come in. If you come in at 958, I will attempt to tell you that we close the kitchen at 945. That's what you're going home with, son. You're going home with that information, you're liking it. However, if we're standing next to the manager, which they've gotten smart recently and realized that we do that, and they stand up front, and they say, come on in, because they don't have to take care of you. Um, to you, we say, take a hint. Go home. You should be enjoying, why are you eating at 10 o'clock at night? Or Google what's open till 2. Text me. DM me. I'll tell you all day. Tequila, tacos, that's how we get here for you guys. <laughs> So we get here every Tuesday just for you. We're sitting here on unemployment. Like, please. Do we have any more left? I think we've got a few. I mean, there's so many different types of you guys. I mean, you got to fall under one category. Really think about it for a second. How do you feel? Are you the chill regular? Are you the camper? Are you the peer? You know what? We love when you're funny. Uh, if you tip well, we you be the funny a flirt. That comes under the same thing. You can flirt with me all the time that you're sitting down. I don't care. And you will leave your phone number on that receipt. <laughs> And we will not call you. <laughs> we will never call you, but still leave your phone number. Keep trying. Oh my God, did I tell you? There was one guy that came in and one of my the coworkers, um, to, I said, God, he's so annoying, like over the top. Please never use this line. It never works. It's tacky at this point. It's overused. When they want dessert off the menu and they ask if you come with it. <laughs> 
never Don't ask use me. the line. No, <laughs> never ask me if I come with any item on the menu. I will not know what to say to you. Because we're way more expensive than two lobster tails, unfortunately. You know what I'm going to ask you? I'm going to ask you if you come with a million dollars. And oh, if your answer is no, then unfortunately we don't come with dessert. In order for us to be taken off the menu, we need you to come with a million dollars. Sir, do we have another type of customer? Um, the oversharers. Because listen to what happened. So one time, I had a couple. They got a beer, a glass of wine. They were maybe in their 65, 70. They won't live to hear this. Uh <laughs> They're definitely not going to listen to this. If Sydney's not listening, your seven-year-olds aren't listening. There's, they decided they were going to share salads and entrees. I came to check on it. I was like, hey, how'd it come out? Y'all didn't answer me. That's cool. <coughs> I said, Psst, excuse me, how'd your salad come? Still no answer. I decided to duck my head a little bit in between the two of you. And I said, excuse me, how was your salad? As I heard you praying... Do you know how uncomfortable that makes me? You're going straight to hell. Do you know what they're praying about? For you to leave. (laughs) Next time, let me know so I don't ask you four times. Tell me, hey, we pray for the food that lays in front of us in that school. You're such an asshole. I just need to hear you next time. I'm totally with the beliefs. You believe in what you want and whatever. I just... Okay. And I'm like, do you hear me? You're such an asshole. How did you not notice? I came up to you right after and told you the whole story. Oh, I know. You understood. You said. I rolled over and died. (laughs) I can't believe you So according to my friend, you know what? Later tonight at dinner, we're going to pretend to pray and see how that server feels. (laughs) Okay. That's all the types of customers in the service industry. So now we move on to when a customer's card declines. I love when American Express declines because sometimes I'm like, oh, we're finicky with American Express. No, we're not. We're not finicky with any card. We'll take anything. Like if you wanted to write us a check and we would find a way to take it. We're so sorry. It's awkward. We know. Heck, like we don't know. Okay, so you know the term animals are more scared of you than you are of them. Imagine us as the little critters on the ground, okay? We're more scared of you than you are of us. So just please take what we're saying with stride. Okay. So that's unfortunate. We love entitlement. We see a lot of entitlement in our industry. Which is what humbled us both so much. We're so humbled. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) How I knew of Anna was I could be standing. Our restaurant is massive. Okay. Take two TGI Fridays, mash them together. (laughs) So totally. And you have our restaurant. It's massive. I can hear Anna from one end of the restaurant all the way over into the kitchen. I'm loud. (laughs) And I thought she was Mexican. I had no idea what she was mixed with. (laughs) I did, however, always know a few things. I always knew she was going to be late. I always knew she was going to have a coffee in her hand. And I always knew that if I was working next to her, she was going to be laughing in the corner like a psycho instead of taking care of her tables. I, those are like guaranteed personality traits I knew about Anna from day one. I think I've yelled at you like twice for coming in late. But you know what? I learned to accept it. I don't come in late to anything. I'm always early to everything. She has cursed me out before for her being late. <laughs> for the two minutes she was late in our fucking whole friendship. 
She has literally told me, fuck you, because I'm late. <laughs> very, very on time to everything. I'm very prompt. Even to her own failures. <laughs> okay, so I said my piece. It was, I think that was nice. That right. was so nice. Don't let Missouri fool you, because she should have never been there. <laughs> I think we were best friends from day one. I literally loved her. She never showed up late, like I said. She cursed me out. I don't know. My friend Taylor just does that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. We but just found out why I have no friends. <laughs> we'll find out. I got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. People trying to take me from my energy. She definitely blew me out of the water the first two times we hung out. Literally and hospitalized her. Literally. <laughs> and ironically enough, for my own life, loved her dedication. Because she's... She's she's one of the most dedicated people I know, whether it be in serving or whether it be in life or sugar. Uh, she I is. Issues. Wow. Okay. So the service industry were some of the craziest, are some of the craziest years of our lives. So obviously, we can't escape it. You might be going back to our formal workplace, and I might be going to a new place. Are you excited for your new workplace? Heck yeah. I love bartending. It's fun. Do we have any more stories? Remember started from the bottom, now we're rock bottom. Uh, no, that still applies here. I don't know why I was designed the way that God designed me, but kudos to you, God, because I do have a, I, I have a flat stomach, but larger. It doesn't matter. The point is, I was told from a gentleman, I had a 20 top one night. I was taking care of him. We were all having a really good time. And all of a sudden at the end, this guy goes, please don't take offense to this. So you already know where it's going. South. The second you say that, we are offended. Because we know what you're going to say is offensive. And it was. Of course it was. Why wouldn't it be? What he said was, I'm from LA. LA. And you have such a pretty face. He takes a two-second pause and then promptly says, if you lost 20 pounds, you could make it back in L.A. We'll be there soon, L.A. L.A., we're going to find you as soon as we lose those 20 pounds. You know what? Here's an experiment. I'm going to lose the 20 pounds, and then I'm going to go into L.A. I'm going to stand there. and be like, hmm, not making it. <laughs> if you ever say something, hey, this might be offensive, you probably shouldn't say it. I talked about you for weeks, and I'm talking about you in this podcast. You're right up there with Cindy. You can't pass Cindy. I'm sorry. No one can. That's true. <laughs> okay. I think we're done. 138 minutes. Just trust me when I say that. I trust you 100%. I uh, put a lot of thought into all of this. I'm not the smart one. I'm just the creative one. <laughs>